was one of our biggest contributors. I was. We want to thank Jeannie, though, <laughs> Jacqueline, Jeff, James, Carla, Oleva, Eddie, Lisa, Doris, Donald, and Elvin for pitching in and whoever else is pitching All in right. and, and awesome. is going to pitch in. That's great. We like to start the Workers' Beat with Things You Can Do. It, where it's everything can we use. talk about is from the point of view of working families. There is a ceasefire rally at City Hall tomorrow. Uh, got something to do with the Palestine-Israel deal, and I'm not even sure what time of day it is, but I think it's 2 o'clock. Uh, on Monday at 7, Cooper Carraway, a Dallas boy, is going to be speaking on this same subject for Code Pink, and that's online, so you have to contact Code oh, Pink. Wow. November the 25th at 4 to 8, the Unity Dinner on Freeze Palestine at Midway Hills Christian Church, 11,001 Midway Road, Dallas, Texas. November 27th at 3 p.m., Watch Your Wallet, a personal economics webinar sponsored by the National Alliance for Retired Americans. That's going to be online. December the 6th at 12.30 a.m., Dallas Retiree Christmas Party. Contact Judy, 214-729-0063. December the 7th, Medicare open enrollment period ends. Also on December the 7th at 6 p.m., the Dallas Peace and Justice Center has their meetup at First Unitarian Church, 4015 Normandy Avenue, or you can do it on Zoom. December the 16th, 7 o'clock, will be the Dallas Central Labor Council Christmas Casino Party. Yay! And whatever else is coming up. You have a beauty pageant today, don't you? I have a competition. The Miss Carrollton competition is today. And it's uh, downtown Carrollton. I believe it starts at 5 p.m. In downtown Carrollton at the Plaza Theater. And they'll pick Miss Carrollton. That's right. Then she she competes for Miss Texas? Right, in in, uh, 2024, correct. The previous Miss Texas is running for office. That's right. Avery Bishop is uh, running. She was Miss Texas twenty. 22 and she is currently uh running for uh hd house district 112 Mm -hmm. which is a seat currently held by angie chen button Mm -hmm. uh an asian woman who is a republican and they're both asians yes asian background avery avery is is filipino and uh and american indian so Mm -hmm. uh her dad is one of the most awesome people i've ever met her grandfather is incredible Mm -hmm. uh she's pretty incredible too i must say she came to the retire last retiree meeting of the texas alliance for retired americans oh good because she realized that the the retirees vote yep. the retirees That's vote right. like crazy now yeah. we just had our our thursday uh was our meeting for the dallas labor council and we had four candidates show up we did so we did. people are really wanting uh labors and the retirees endorsements 
going into 2024 because this is a long way off. It's it's a year away. But we have to have our endorsements as a council have to be into the state by January 19th Mm -hmm. because our uh, political, our Texas AFL-CIO political convention uh, is the end of January. Right. So, So... so the uh, the fight is on. When is the the candidates supposed to have all their filing done? December eleventh mm-hmm. at six p.m. After six p.m., nothing will be accepted. How does that go, Bonnie? Do, do they have to collect money in advance, or do petitions, or what do they do? There, well, it depends on the seat, uh, and a lot of people just pay the filing fee. Uh, which varies from seven hundred and fifty to three thousand dollars. So, so they pay the filing fee and they file by December the eleventh, and then yes. they're going to be on the ballot. That's right. What if they're not a Democrat or a Republican? I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> well, I, I have a notion about that. It's from after the Democrats and Republicans have all filed, and then the people who have not got ballot status. If they don't already have ballot status. Now, some some they can political parties be, do. They can file, file to be a write-in candidate. Well, they can do that, but they can also petition. And in Texas, it takes tens of thousands of yeah. petitions to get on the ballot. They don't want they don't want you on the ballot here. I just want you to know. <laughs> well, it's hard in it's hard in some states, and it's even harder in some in other states. Yeah, that's Texas true. is not the worst. But it's almost it's the worst. close. I have another announcement What's on that? December the thirteenth. The CWA Communications Workers of America Retired Members Council will be meeting at the Union Hall at fourteen oh eight North Washington at two p.m. I encourage you to come. Okay, they do, they meet every month. Uh, we are working on that. That's why we're having this big meeting uh, on the 13th of December. We're going to be sending out postcards to about 2,500 retirees mm-hmm. uh, and ask people, you know, invite people to our retiree meeting because uh, we would like to get back to meeting every month. The, uh, the COVID pandemic pretty well shut down a lot <laughs> of retiree meetings. Yeah. Uh, in the in the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, we just went immediately. We went online, and we started just meeting online because uh, people the older people tend to die when they get COVID. Yeah. So it was even more serious for older people than it was for everybody else. Right. And the all the retiree groups are starting to get back. I'm very pleased to announce that uh, local 218 of the Auto Workers Union out in Hearst. Uh, has recovered, I think, more than a lot more than my local has. Okay. And uh, they're they're nowhere nearly filling the hall like they were before the pandemic. But uh, they're bringing they're coming back. Good. And, and uh, retirees are very strong. And uh, in this coming election, people are really looking to the retirees and saying, "How do I get the retiree vote?" Well, you better be nice to us. That's all I got to say. We, we already thanked everybody for the fun drive. It was great. Yes. Uh, we cleared our goal. Yay. I see the goal on the front of our envelope, and uh-huh. I see a list right here that says we went over. We're also getting help from the Communication Workers of America. Starting uh, in January. Starting in January. That's right. Okay. So, Yay. Uh, so 
there won't be another fund drive without some support from the Communication that's Workers right. of America. That's right. And District that's the, six. District six. That's Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and Texas. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely MOCAD. wonderful. Uh, the Communication Workers of America is an organizing bunch. Yep. And they're a fighting bunch when it comes to their contracts and their grievances, doing the best they can for their members and for society as a whole. They've been working on this broadband business, mm-hmm. and I understand, Bonnie, that they made some progress in uh, getting those federal dollars yes. to go to the right place. What right. was the what was the deal on that? There, well, they want to make sure that the the money that is designated for the infrastructure for broadband is actually spent on that and not anything else. Not so, wasted. Not wasted. And they want to make sure that people in rural areas managed to get on the internet. Right. And we want to make sure that it's installed by high quality workers mm-hmm. uh, with good standards, good labor standards. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know that Dallas, the city of Dallas, when they sent out their uh, request for proposal to spend their billions, federal money. several billions of dollars, mm-hmm. federal money for the city of Dallas, the request for proposal includes uh, union workers. So that is very yeah. good. So, yeah. And uh, we want to give a shout out to Ernest Tilly for Yay. hitting this up. Yes. And Brittany Cooington yes. for doing the work on That's it. Right. Brittany Cooington has been right here on this station. That's right. She did. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she, and was she actually did a great job. She did an uh, awesome job. We're going to get better broadband thanks to the Biden administration. Yep. And it's going to be done right in Texas. Thanks Largely well, to the work of the Dallas. Communication Workers of America. At least in Dallas. We don't know about the rest of the state. Well, it's just, you just That's know that just Dallas is going to The city of Dallas is. And, and it looks like with that, well, wasn't the that passage one of the, proposals? of the Constitutional Amendment. Yeah. That was one of the proposals right. that passed but in the there's election. No, there's no labor standards in it. Mm-hmm. So there's no real. Not in that proposal. Yeah, not mm-hmm. in that proposal. But at least uh, they did uh, approve the, yes. the that they're going to take the money. They are good. Unlike our, may, why didn't they put, you know, something that maybe they should think about putting on the ballot? How about expanding Medicare? Medicaid. They, they have been avoiding. They could have taken millions and millions. Billions. Of dollars. Billions. To, to provide. Health care. Health care for basic, poor people. Basic especially children. care. Especially children, and uh, kept them out of the uh, emergency room. But they didn't. They didn't want it because the president was black. Yeah. Uh, he. We had a black president not so far long ago, and he passed this in the ACA. And uh, in part of that was that the states could get all these all this free money. And Texas says, "Oh no, no, it's no, federal money. Taking, no, we're not taking that so, money." And there was strings attached. No, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. There weren't any strings attached. It was to make it better for everybody in the state. You moron! <laughs> oh my god! And they god. still won't take it, and they wouldn't even put it on the ballot. Oh, Hot Wheels is just nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You don't have to listen to our opinions. You can put your own right we on right s- on here in front of. Thousands, if not millions, millions of, of people, people all over the world. All over the world because uh, we're, because we're not just That's broadcasting right. on uh, on right. the 89.3. We're also on the internet on knon.org, That's so you can listen to to the workers' beat anywhere you are. That's right, and we have some other good news. What's that? 
vouchers are dead again. They killed the vouchers yeah, yesterday morning. They killed morning. the vouchers yesterday. Woohoo! And shout out to to my state rep Jessica Gonzalez. She not only voted against it, but she puts something bad about vouchers on Facebook about once every hour. <laughs> Ana Maria Ramos did that. Uh, Victoria Niava, Niava uh, Criado, she had some some scathing things. They you put, know, uh, well, uh, vouchers are welfare for the wealthy. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, I thought that was cool. And I really appreciated. Uh, my own yep. state rep and and a bunch of them, as you said, also did it. But I was really uh, I was really knocked out. Vouchers are welfare for the wealthy, and it's that's and, true. And you know they had a they, there was an article in the paper yesterday showing the price, the cost of private schools in yeah. this area. That eight thousand dollars ain't getting you squat. Showing that showing that it <laughs> this was not something that was going to help poor people. No, it was and, just a handout for the rich. You know, uh, tuition at one of them, I just glanced at it, was mm. $27,600, and this is for a high school? <laughs> and, and also for, for religious schools. Yeah. Here's what the San Antonio Express News said. Quote, vouchers would be a monumental step back for Texas. Yeah. And I believe the Dallas a, uh, Morning News also took a stand against vouchers. They did. They so, did. Thanks to them and sure. thanks to everybody who voted against vouchers and everybody who who put a little pressure on the governor and some of these reactionaries. You know that money is changing hands. You know these guys are getting paid off. Uh, I hate to say it, but corruption is in the air. Oh, my when, God. When the, most Texans are against something and they try to do it anyway, you know that money has changed hands. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, I'm waiting to see what Hot Wheels is going to do next. Because no. you're going to call another, a fifth special session? A fifth special? You want to, why don't you call it now so everybody can stay there for the, for the holidays? <laughs> oh, he's such a cruel, horrible person. 972-647-1893. You don't have to agree with Bonnie nope. that that you don't like the governor. You can call and say that That's you right. do you like the governor. Wouldn't that do. be? Sure, that would but be. But does any, is there anybody that does? I don't know. 972-647-1893. I want to get this in. It's a historical note, but it's a really important one. The soldiers who were lynched in Houston in 1917 have had their honor restored. Uh -huh. They're still dead. They were, they were hanged. They were put on chairs. This is a cruel way to do it, too. They put these uh, uh, ropes over the banisters in, inside. I mean, the roofing, uh, what the, do they call those? Uh, eaves. Eating, yeah. Well, something on in, in the roof. Yeah. And then they made them stand on chairs put the ropes around their necks, and then they kicked the chairs out from under them. Uh, it was just plain murder. Uh, the people of Houston had a lot of problems when these black soldiers were stationed there in 1917 for Fort Logan. And then, sure enough, uh, one of the soldiers was walking by when uh, some white men started beating up a black woman out in the street. He tried to come to her aid, and uh, instead he got beaten up and arrested. And the word ran around Camp Logan that he had been killed while he was in jail. He, he actually hadn't been killed. So oh, they saved that for later. 60 or 70 soldiers decided to go in and, and get their, their friend. And uh, 
bunch of white people armed themselves and they had a gun battle in Houston. That's a few people were killed. And then the government made its, made its own uh, position clear by arresting only the soldiers and hanging them. All right. And thank goodness the government is now saying that they didn't do anything wrong and they've been exonerated. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. We're back on the Workers of Beat. Bonnie Mathias and Team Lance. The number, if you want to call, is 972-647-1893. Maximus Workers organizing with the Communication Workers of America have staged the largest federal call center strike in history. So they're on strike now. Okay. And we need to do what we can to help them. Meantime, the auto workers at General Motors have uh, ratified their contract. We're still waiting to see what Ford and Stellantis will do. It was not a big ratification. It was 54.7% voted yes, and the rest of them either voted no or didn't show up. So why is that? Because everybody knows that this was a historic settlement, that it was the best settlement that they've gotten in 20 or 30 years, and yet a lot of people voted against it. Well, the reason is this. There's an old saying in the labor movement, you cannot please one person without making somebody else mad. That's right. And because they think it's pie. <laughs> <laughs> they think that somebody else got something that, that better than what they got. And, and the truth is that the younger workers, the newer workers who had been getting uh, the shaft. almost nothing <laughs> for a long time, suddenly started getting stuff. And some of them got like over a hundred percent raise. Some of them got yeah, their yeah. their salary more than doubled and right. I think it was hundred and sixty eight percent. And the which is fair since they've been working for crap. And the older <laughs> the older workers also got some stuff. They did. They got their cola back, their cost of living so the next round of inflation is not gonna hurt them as right. bad as that last one did. And uh, they also got a bump on their 401k, and some of them got uh, their pensions uh, improved Mm -hmm. or their pension outlook. But they thought it wasn't enough because the younger workers had gotten so much. And yet, they could not have done it otherwise. No. Because there was a gap forming in the union that was going to kill the union between the younger workers and the older workers. That's exactly what AT&T's been trying to do. Exactly. We have have to, in the whole labor movement, we have to bring up these younger workers in order to have a unified labor movement again. And the older workers knew that. They knew that the older workers were not going to be as happy as the younger workers were with this new contract. But they also knew they were going to come out of it with a much stronger union, and Mm -hmm. everybody will benefit because of that stronger union. Sean Fain is smart. Speaking of benefiting, not only did the auto workers get big raises and big improvements, but Toyota started throwing in a little extra. Uh, (laughs) Kia started throwing in a little extra. Nissan started throwing in a little extra. And the reason... They're terrified that the union's going to come into their plants. They see the union coming. And so when they see the union coming, they start raising wages. You can get those kind of raises, too. You know, somebody organized... Let's say you're working in a shop... uh, 
on Main Street and there's another shop over on Congress and that one goes on strike and they get a big benefit, yours will probably get something too yeah. because the boss will be trying to keep you out. That's how it works. That's how America got out of the out of the turnip patch to begin with and mm-hmm. started making mm-hmm. some making uh, better than than uh, starvation wages because some people went on strike and brought it up for everybody else. That's what the auto workers have done. That's what the yep. Teamsters have done, and what a lot of smaller unions have done. Absolutely. Let's mention the Starbucks workers too, Bonnie. Yeah. They did something. They did something that was really pretty cool. 200 stores, I think. 200 stores went on strike just for a couple of hours. Yep. And, but it uh, was Red Cup Day, which is like their big, uh, huge day for Starbucks. So it's it was their biggest day. Perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Perfect so they went timing. out for a couple of hours. And in, in uh, Denton, they got a pretty good turnout. I got a picture of about 25 or 30 of them. I think three stores uh, went on strike in Denton. Let's take a, let's take a call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. 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 Are you on the air? Yes. Hello, Bonnie. Hi. Hi. Uh, Bonnie, I got a question for you. Okay. You used to work for AT&T, right? Yep. Yep. Well, I found one of their bucket trucks out in the middle of a field. <laughs> Somebody had stole it, I guess. That's uh, nice. That's nice. Well, I called AT&T, and they told me... Oh, after I got switched through about four lines, oh, yeah. different people, and, yeah, and told them where it was and what it was, and then they said, "Well, just call nine one one." Yeah, because they got a report it stolen. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then they have to try to recover it, but they have to report it stolen first. That was very nice of you. That was nice of you to actually Mm -hmm. call them, but uh, it was, as you know, uh, it was was a worthless in Denver. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that people have so much it's so much. It's funny that people have so much fun, trouble calling the phone company. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. I'm telling you, it is so. It is so depressing. Oh. Well, did they ever come and get the car or the truck? I guess they did. They called me at twelve thirty at night. Oh, directions how to get there. Oh, that's and nice. That's oh, nice. No. All right. <laughs> well, I thanks. Said, well, you want me to get? You want me to get out of bed and come down there and show you? Right. <laughs> right. Jeez. Well, I told him where it was. It was in a field out, and uh, you kind of got to drive up a hill, <laughs> then you can see it. You that's can't see crazy. it from the road if you drive by. Crazy. So wow. they finally. Oh, well, the whole, well the that was very mighty nice there. of you to mighty nice of you to help them out, <laughs> right. and I'm. Yeah. I, Thank I'm, you. We appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not going to cut my bill any. I promise. No, I can promise you that. No, no, no such chance. <laughs> and the funny thing is, if you want, if you want to try to get this all straightened out. You're not going to call them. You're going to have to write them a letter. <laughs> and make sure you address it to John Stanky. That would be the CEO. John. Stanky. John Stanky. Yeah, S-T-A-N-K-E-Y. We used to call him Stinky Stanky. Because, because if you just try to call the phone company, it, just, it doesn't work out. No, just, oh, no, no. Bell don't answer. No, not they, anymore, baby. Not anymore. It's somebody in another country asking if they can help you. But they did tell you that your call was very important to them. Of course they did. Yeah. Several times no. if I had to guess. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, Have I satisfied I your needs? 
Mm, nope. Well, thanks for letting us know about it. Hey, thanks, man. Have a happy All Thanksgiving. Right. Appreciate you. And you can you call do. us, too. Thanks. You can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. Gene, I have some information from our friend Judy Bryant. Uh-huh. Uh, the peace, it's a car peace rally tomorrow at 1230 at City Hall Plaza. At City Hall Plaza, yes. 1230. Yes, it's okay. a car, car peace rally. I wonder what that means. I don't know. I'm assuming that they're going to drive it around City Hall. I don't know. Maybe they're going to go in a car caravan or something. A Tara and the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans holiday party is December 6th from 1130 to 130. Okay, that's great. And is that the, is that at the teacher's hall? No, that's well, it's going to be a restaurant. Oh. So, so we're going to you have to call Judy 214-729 0063. All right. Well, I know why she called. I said 1230. She said yeah. it was 1130. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And I you said 2 the and the and the peace rally said 1230. Well, what do I know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? I don't know. There's a whole lot of things going on under <laughs> under the heading of civil rights. Oh, There's a bill that they passed a bill that would allow the Texas police to arrest undocumented migrants. And that means that anybody that looks Hispanic better or, look out. Or black. Or, or if Let's let's get that straight. Yeah. Because uh, we have a lot of people here that are from Africa and yeah. Sudan and yeah. Somalia. Uh, I think they, it's just, it's going to be dangerous to drive if you're black or brown. They could tase you. More dangerous. They could, they could tase you, beat you up, throw Jesus you in jail. Christ. And then, and then, the and next, then, and then realize, and oh, the, you're a citizen. Oh, sorry. Here you go. Yeah. Bye. Well, I'm sorry. I would have thought you were an immigrant. Yeah. Sorry. So it's it's going to be uh, open season on everybody with a little bit of melanoma in their skin. So uh. look out because uh, Texas has passed a very 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 bad law. Just and just kind of let you know about uh, Galveston County. There was a, a proposition constitutional amendment uh, to shut down an office in Galveston County. Mm -hmm. that's the, the treasurer's one, office. That's the one that didn't pass, isn't it? No, that's the one passed. That passed, That too. passed. Mm -hmm. So the guy that came up with that, uh, he, he told him, this is, this is my goal. I'm going to run for this office and I'm going to shut it down. And that's exactly what he did. Mm. All right. <laughs> Biden appointed four women and a Muslim American <clears throat> to the federal bench. One of them is gay and one and was a union staffer. At least one is black. Two thirds of Biden's uh, appointees, he's appointed 152 people to the federal bench, and, uh, oh, and two thirds awesome. of them are women. That's very good. Here's some more on civil rights. Jim Miller Road might be renamed Santos no, Rodriguez. No, it didn't pass. No, it didn't pass. No, sir, it did not pass. Well, they tried. Yeah, they did. They were gonna, but I, I'm sorry, didn't that happen over in West Dallas most, around Little Mexico? Most of the most, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why are you trying to rename the street over in Pleasant Grove? Over in East, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that doesn't make any They're sense. They're just looking for a street to rename. Okay, well, you know, leave it alone. Well, who is Jim Miller? Do you have any idea? He's probably a racist person. <laughs> I don't know. I know they got a highway named after a Ku Klux Klan <laughs> member who was a mayor of Dallas. Okay, the uh, this oh, most God. civil rights news is bad, and it may as well just face it. The Austin policeman who killed Michael Ramos got a hung jury and a mistrial. Yep. Yep. 
the Louisville policeman who was charged with civil rights violations in the case of Breonna Taylor also got a hung jury and a mistrial. Terrible. Seven more women, making 22 in total, are suing Texas over their abortion law. And uh, more power to them, I say. Yeah, I say that too. And let's get, uh, we had some really big wins for women's rights uh, in this last election. Ohio voted to uh, codify a woman's right to choose in their, in their constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia kicked Yunkin to the curb and actually got uh, some folks with some sense in there. Uh, you know, here's the, you're, these people, well, uh, we, we want a 15-week abortion ban. Any kind of ban is a ban on abortion. I don't care if you make it 15 weeks, 6 weeks, 14 weeks, it doesn't matter. It's still making taking away someone's right to choose mm-hmm. what they want to do with their body. I see. And once again, 100% of pregnancies are caused by a penis. Okay. On so. the medi- also on the medical front, Britain has approved a drug to help with sickle cell anemia. Yes, now, I saw that. Mm-hmm. That would be a very good thing. It's, oh my it's, God, that's so important. It's a very painful disease. Yes. Mostly affects African Americans. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a drug to help with it. And they have approved it in Britain. I don't know what they're going to do in the United States, but uh, they approved it in Britain, so it can't be too far away. I hope. They're, a little, they're much more progressive than we are. Residents, speaking of being more progressive, Fort Worth Council. Uh, residents want the Fort Worth Council to recognize environmental racism <gasps> in their neighborhoods. Uh-oh. And we've How's done, that We've done over? some of that in Dallas. And we sure do. Bonnie helped on that. Environmental racism is rampant. It's a really terrible thing, and it is, it is something that we have to fight every time we can. Yep. And I'm proud to say that this radio station, this particular program, has been a part of the fight against yes. environmental racism and all, this, the, our and all radio, kinds of racism. Our little radio show got brought the big attention to Shingle Mountain. Mm-hmm. And really was helpful in in kicking off uh, Southern Sector Rising, the formation of that environmental uh, justice organization. So, mm-hmm. okay, we have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. How you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing fine. This is former Councilor Casey Thomas. Yes, sir. Hey, I wanted to call in and. And I'm sure you've already talked about this. Y'all are always on top of the issues and make sure the community is aware of the victory that we had on yesterday regarding this dangerous voucher bill. Mm-hmm. They yes. successfully defeat that and remove that from the education bill, which killed the bill. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I want to I I thank all of our coalition partners uh, uh, that are working close with the NAACP, our education unions who all stood together made phone calls to our state mm-hmm. House members, and there were 24 Republic, rural Republicans mm-hmm. that have been fighting, that stood together and fought against Thank God. this bill in the legislative session, <sighs> and they stood strong again. That took a, took a lot of courage. Took a lot of courage, didn't it? Yep. It, it absolutely did, and if you did not watch it yesterday, it was must-see TV. Mm-hmm. It was like a it was like a circling squad. They were shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really, really something to see. And to see how many of them 
that spoke about how it would affect the school district that they represent. Exactly. Those kids in the rules, those rules, uh, rules, the town, those kids can't afford to go to private school. There's not a private... They don't have any. Casey, they don't have any for one. And the other thing is, uh, look at at yesterday's paper and check out the the prices of uh, to put your kid in private school. That $8,000 doesn't look like it's going to get you much. You might want to just just buy you some extra school supplies and hire a tutor. How's that? Yeah. Yep. You you know, the timing was perfect. My my son plays basketball for Kimball High School. And they had a game out of the Episcopal School of Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with one of the kids at Episcopal School said, how much is tuition here? He said, well, I'm on scholarship, but I believe it's about $30,000. So I did some stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, if you do an eight or $10,000 voucher, you still got to come up with at least twenty, twenty to $22,000 mm-hmm. to make up the difference. Mm-hmm. And so how are you going to afford that? So it's really... An opportunity to pay for individuals who are already paying to go to private school to not have to pay that money. It's just welfare, a it's welfare just a for the rich. That's right. Welfare yeah. for the yeah. rich. Unfortunately, yeah. though, unfortunately, though, they also killed the rest of the bill, yeah. <laughs> so there will no be no teacher raises coming from that bill. Yeah. Now, now I agree with that. But however, we've got to make sure that people understand the real narrative of this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The governor could easily easily say, you know what, we're going to take these as two separate deals mm-hmm. and whichever one passed, I'll sign it. I'm pushing for vouchers, but if it doesn't pass, I still want to see schools get funded. Right. And we need to call it like it is. He said point blank, if vouchers do not pass, then the other funding for public education will not pass. And our we schools. need to make sure people know mm-hmm. exactly yep. that. And yep. we got to make sure it's on in the community and on the grassroots level, and that's something we have not done as good of a job at. But when we have victory, we got to take the time to celebrate that's victory, right. no matter how big or how small. Yeah, we do. Because those victories encourage more people to join the fight. That's right. Brother Thomas, i got so I got to ask you to wrap it up because they're wanting us to take a break. Yes, sir. Go ahead yeah, and ra- finish up. Let, yeah, I was just going to say, we have a victory today. Let's celebrate it today. Let's be prepared to get back on the wall on Monday. Absolutely. Thank you so so much. much. We're taking a break. Blue Monday. I hate Blue Monday. I got to work like a slave all day. Here Here comes Tuesday. Oh, my God. Pierre cringed. <laughs> All right, we got to get to that caller. Let's get a caller on the on the. Thanks phone. for waiting, and thanks for calling K and the Win. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Bonnie and Jean. Good morning. Uh, yes, uh, you touched on a point about this bill that passed. Uh, uh, it's it, uh, targeting people of color. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, is, is this is this not borderline? Yep. Borderline. Uh, 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 it just says the police rights. the police can arrest anybody they think is an immigrant. Yeah, yeah. they now have the power that to to play federal. Arrest, I think they can arrest them for trespassing. Yeah, you know, just because. And, you know, and, and I didn't see very many very many people. I, of course, I'm a person of color myself. I didn't see very many of us out there protesting this no. you know, when they were talking about it when they brought it no. up. Labor Mainly did because the media, mm-hmm. the, the media, the media really didn't didn't publicize this as much. 
you know, is, is that thought they should have. Of course, they don't here in Texas. Well, uh, they kept them focused you know, on the vouchers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, everything was on the vouchers and whatnot. You know, that's what I was focused on. You know, I really, it really slipped, slipped by me. Yeah. yeah. You know, pretty much until it was too late. Yeah. Uh, I saw it when I it was saw. going to the governor's desk. Do, do you think it's Jeez. really? Do you you think it's really as bad as what I said? That they might just arrest anybody that's a person of color, and if they don't like it, they could get beat up or tased or something, and then just told later the next day after they get out of jail, "Oh, we thought you were an well, immigrant." Sorry, we made a mistake. Do you think Gene, it's really it's that only, bad? Yes, Gene, but this has been going on all along. Now they made it. Actually, legal. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they, they made it legal. Kidnapping is now illegal. Like that forever. We we've lived with this forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. That's true. And uh, I I don't know what gives those cruel people, cruel Republicans, in, oh, in the House and the Senate here in Texas, and, and especially the cruel governor. Mm-hmm. You know, he's straight. He's straight from from Satan. You know. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. You know, and it's just cruel, cruel, cruel. You know, this state, but this state has always been cruel. You yeah. know, I, I can remember, you know, when it was a decent state to live in when Ann Richards was there. Oh. Uh, we had a Democratic, you know, governor yeah. and, and mostly uh, uh, even House and Senate. Yeah. You know, when it was. I remember. Uh, for all, all people. But, <laughs> yes, I know. You know, I, I remember and shed a tear, really. Me too, baby. Rule for, you know, but we, it's our it's own fault, too, because we, a lot of times, you know, Hispanic, I'm Hispanic, you know, I was, won't get out there and vote. All right. You know, they think it's all oh, this is. They won't get out there and vote, or they vote for the wrong person. You know, just because they their lives are cozy <laughs> now. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and unfortunate their unfortunate brothers and sisters' lives. You know, need a little bit of help helping out like they had theirs. Right. You know, and you know they won't get out there and back them. Do you, you know, think? Do you think it'll change in twenty twenty four? Unless, unless. <laughs> No, I mean, unless, I mean, do you think people will turn out and vote? And because there is a trend, uh, the voting in this last election was higher than people expected. <laughs> Way higher. And higher than the uh, previous uh, midterm election. All I can say about that, Gene, is, is young people are going to turn out and vote. Yep. Mm-hmm. Older, older people, you know, older, uh, not not seniors. I'm talking about, you know, in the middle, you know, 40s, 50s. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, they're still they're still out there. They're too busy working to even pay attention. Oh no, they're know, pay, to, they're to they're the waking up. Mm-hmm. They're waking up. Yeah, but I, we got too many phone calls talk, coming in. Oh uh, yeah, well, go ahead. Yeah, and, we got uh, calls coming in from people. Okay, well, all right. Thanks so much for calling, and you can call us too at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. And good morning. Thanks for calling, Kay and Lynn. Thanks for waiting. Hey, this is Chuck with Lancaster. Hey. Hi. Hey, hey, I got one thing to say about Governor Abbott. They got in that wheelchair and uh, the teachers in this education bill. Mm-hmm. 90% of those educators vote against their entry. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say. They have always voted against mm-hmm. their entry. That's I see. That's why in the predicament they're in right now. I see. Okay. All right. That's How do you know? How did you know? Oh, he's gone. Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNOM. That's Thanks okay. For We're good. We're good. We're good. The, well, somebody hung up. I think there was. No, that was him hanging up. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, him hanging up. All right. He said what he had to say. Let me say something about Starbucks. Okay. Starbucks profits went up 12% over the last year, and they made $36 billion. That's what they've okay. got. Okay. We don't feel sorry want, for the corporation, Kay. So, and they don't want. 
and they're doing all kinds of unfair labor practices, or so the organizers say. And the Denton Starbucks at 380 and Hinkle won their union election last week with a unanimous 19 to 0 vote. Awesome. And I know that's true because I got it from Rosie Kurtz, that's the head great. of the Young Active Yay. Labor Leaders, or one of the heads of the Young Active Labor Leaders. Yay, Rosie! I said a while ago that Honda, Kia, and Toyota had raised their wages because they saw the union coming. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Hyundai did too. Oh, that's okay. That was so, the other one. That's just yeah. about all of the auto companies are raising their wages now because they're scared of the union coming. They're scared in. that the union might come in and make them do better. There's going to be an organizing drive. I like to quote Sean Fain, the president of the auto workers, yeah. and he said, quote, UAW, that stands for you are welcome. <laughs> so if people want to join the UAW, then call UAW. But if they call, if, if anybody knows about an organizing possibility, or if somebody wants to get organized, somebody wants to get in the union, they can call Brittany Cooington. Well, they can call me if they want to. Yeah. They can uh, get me at genelance.org. Let me share, Let me have your name. I will give it to, to Brittany Cooington. She's our community liaison, and she has agreed to make sure that everybody wants to get organized gets a shot, gets, an gets a chance to find yeah. the right union. Because most of us just walking around out here in the world, we don't really know which union to call. That's true. So they can call the AFL-CIO. I have that number, uh, 214-826-4808. Well, and, and hopefully, you know, we can steer you in the direction of a good organizing union. Mm-hmm. I mean, CWA organizes all kinds of businesses. They sure do. Uh, print shops and uh, banks, mm-hmm. uh you know, anybody that communicates, absolutely, uh, or radio, journalist. television, journalists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, it's a big deal. But mm-hmm. Brittany or or uh, or Jean can certainly point you in the direction. And even if you can't get into a union on the first day, you can get into the union movement oh, because yeah. we have these constituency groups. And the biggest one, the most active one right now, is young active labor leaders. <laughs> And they are tearing up the world with organizing and solidarity work that, like the likes of which I have never seen. Shout out to David Fowler. You know what he did? He has formed an association of techies, and it's a it's a nationwide organization. He's formed it here. Really? So, like, if you're a technical worker in the past, you had no union that they that they specifically said is for techies. Well, they at least now have a. A Techies Association. Right. David Fowler has started. He's part of y'all. He's a yes, co- he's yes. co-chair for DFW, y'all. And uh, so, so you can get in the union movement with just one telephone call. Just make sure that it gets to Brittany Cooling right. one way or the other. He's also a precinct chair. I might mm-hmm. add, that's something else. If you're a precinct chair or you want to become a precinct chair, you must file. By December the 11th at 6 p.m., you can do that with your party, whether it be if you're in Dallas County, you go to the Dallas County Democrats or the Dallas County Republican Party to become a to be put on the ballot uh, to be a precinct chair. What's a precinct if chair do? You organize your neighborhood. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's organizing. You, you organize. Yeah, you and we have all kinds of stuff where you don't even have to leave your house. Uh, you can do it and not leave your house. Okay. All Good right. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, this is Gordon Bell. Hey. Hey, how you doing? All okay. right. 
Good. Hey, man, beautiful day. I just want to say something to you guys that uh, I was just looking at some of the uh, reports on um, my uh, cost of living increase this year in 2023 and mm-hmm. my taxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it seems like since the corrupt Biden's been in office and uh-huh. the uh, <laughs> second and my cost of living is just extremely increased. Yeah. Really? Uh, it went down, you know. It's yeah. down 3.2%. No, no, no. <laughs> My cost, and, and everybody else's rent's gone up. Uh-huh. Taxes have gone up. Transportation mm-hmm. costs gone up. Everything's gone up. I don't know what's causing all this, but it just, seems like, it just seems like since the Democrats are in office, uh-huh. This is happening. And, so uh, so you're saying everybody should vote Republican. Is that right? The unions are, 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 are asking for money. More uh-huh. money because, why are the people that are in these automobile factories asking for are you Are you uh, anti-union then? Because, no, you know, usually we're, we're for unions here on this show. Are you anti-union? Let me, are you are you anti your pocketbook going empty like a vacuum cleaner? Um, That's funny. You're not, answer not my empty. Question. You're, you're not, not answering, answering the question, question buddy. Uh, so but, you're against unions and you're against Biden and you're saying everybody should vote Republican, right? No, I'm against you. Well, come on I, now. I, you got to be saying something. You got to be I, saying something. You want people well, to vote Republican, mm-hmm. right? They did. People require more money because everything's gone. <laughs> You're not answering no questions still at all. Okay, well, just, just cut him off. Bye bye. I know what he wants. He wants people to vote Republican. Yeah, and he, and he wants to is, argue about it. And everything is Biden's problem. Uh-huh. Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't say. No, what his he, actual position was. Because they Nine, don't seven, really two, have six, four, one. Seven. <laughs> Well, he made, you know, he did let it be known. He just wouldn't clarify it. Well, 972-647-1893. Station just loves it when you call. Mm-hmm. More cannabis workers. You might have, you know, there's a lot more people working in the marijuana industry now. Absolutely. And they are joining the United Food and Commercial Workers. That's excellent. More cannabis workers have joined the UFCW. Yay. I don't think that's in Texas. But no. Places where they are doing it. Where? Here's, here's prices. Prices rose 3.2% over the year ending in October. The guy that just called said that didn't, but it did. Uh, prices yeah. rose 3.2% over the year ending yep. in October. That's right. That's down from the 3.7% annual figure mm-hmm. notched in September and August, mm-hmm. but still above the 2% considered to be the normal rate. There you go. So it's, it's better than it was. Yes. And uh, the auto workers no longer care <laughs> because they got their cola back. They Cost did. of living. That means when inflation goes up, they're going to get a raise. In fact, they're probably glad when inflation goes up. And our retired... Means, means our, they're going to get a raise. Our retired teachers are going to get a raise, too. Our retired teachers got a little bump yeah. on Proposition 9. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. of all the propositions <laughs> that passed... The most popular one, the one that passed with the highest number, yep. was Proposition 9 for the, the retired teachers. teachers. And I want to congratulate Judy Bryant. Yes. A, a retired teacher. Go, Judy. And she was responsible for the entire thing. But <laughs> well, she was on the well, right side. She was. She was certainly on the right side from the very beginning. She was on the right side anyway. Yes. Here's the way you can tell what's going on in the economy. I hate to say this. But it's true. Total revenue from the estate tax, in other words, that's inheritance, as a, uh, from total revenue from the estate tax has plummeted. 
there's only 2,192 estates that were subject to the tax <gasps> in 2019. Oh, my God. Down from 51,159 at the turn of the millennium. And it raised only $14.6 billion, down from more than $35 billion in 2000, adjusted for inflation. So the point is, very, 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 very rich people are paying the state tax, and nobody else is. And that number is falling. It's not because the number of rich people is falling. No. It's because they're not paying the estate tax. And they you, keep they keep they hide their money, mm-hmm. and they make sure that the government doesn't know that they have the amount of money that they have. Right. And uh, unfortunately for them, they're starting to get weeded out. You know. According, so I get this all from the Washington Post, and they say, "quote." Even among the elite, most estates today go untaxed. So, in other words, the very, 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 very rich people are going to stay very, 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 very rich, that's getting correct. richer and richer, that's and correct. the rest of us are keep keep on falling down. Yeah. And that's called inequality, and that's what's wrong with the world. And one way to one way to figure that out is by looking at the estate tax mm. in the United States, which is provoking more and more inequality. Yeah. We hate it. It's too bad. It's bad. And we need to fight it. 972-647-1893. We're getting very, very low on time. I don't think we even have time for another call. No, I don't think so. Here's some more economic news. Credit agencies are lowering their rating of U.S. government debt. There was Moody's uh, gave us a little bit less of a good rating. In the past, U.S. rating was all AAA. Yeah. And now it's slipping no, here and there from the three big rating companies. Uh, it's not as good as it was. Well, you know, all you have to do is watch C-SPAN for about two hours, mm-hmm. and it will explain a lot. We have a center, United States senator threatening the president of the Teamsters during a hearing meeting. He's going to beat him up. He's going to beat him. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then said he, would, he, was, he is not above biting. Mm-hmm. Biting his opponent. <laughs> biting his opponent. Is he for? Oh, my Lord. If you get an, oh. if you get an apprenticeship, a union apprenticeship... $80,000 is the average starting salary after you complete a registered apprenticeship. This is apprenticeship week. Right, and you get paid. A lot of these are paid apprenticeships. You get a pretty good salary while yeah. you're doing it. But you $80,000 is the average after you get your that's, apprenticeship. That's pretty nice. All right. That's really nice. I like it. I don't know, man. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm not worried. I'm not as worry, worried. I have hope. I see uh, things happening with young people. I see young people wanting to get involved, younger people in their 40s and 50s, which is awesome. Uh, It is very exciting. I love working with these young folks. Uh, I'm the oldest one at the at the job now, so (laughs) it's kind of fun. (laughs) But I'm not their mom, so there you go. Uh, We are going to have an excellent Thanksgiving. Everybody, don't eat too much turkey and enjoy your family or not. (laughs) Whichever you want to do, it's up to you. So have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving.